Hello and welcome to Cognitive Urbanism. This is Justin Hollander, professor at Tufts University, and it is my great pleasure to spend some time with you to deliver the, the latest installment of this podcast. This is actually uh, the seventh episode. I've been doing this podcast, um, I guess it was since December. December of uh, 2014, and so it's not it's not like I do it every week or, or every month even, um, but but I've actually really um, enjoyed the chance to share some of my research, some of uh, my experiences, and much more importantly, hearing from you, the the listeners. Uh, this is um, really why I, I, I did this. I felt like um, it would be a great way to kind of hear from folks who are interested in some of the same same issues and topics that I am. So, so today, the idea is to talk about uh, something I've been meaning for a long time to, to do a podcast on, which is a trip I took this summer to the province of Quebec, Canada. So I uh, was very fortunate, um, and actually I have been fortunate for many years I've had uh, quite a lot of success with um, receiving financial support for my research from both the Canadian government and the Quebec government. And the Quebec government also sponsored uh, a conference that I, I ran uh, about a year and a half ago. Um, but, but I've um, particularly very recently um, been working on um, some research that, that, that they've sponsored, looking at some of the challenges that cities and regions face when confronted with depopulation. This particular grant that they provided me allowed me to do this comparative study looking at uh, New England versus Ontario and Quebec. And the many ways the kind of culmination of the project was I got to spend uh, several days in Montreal and traveling around Quebec looking at a bunch of uh, case study cities related to this inquiry. Um, but earlier, I, I've uh, traveled around and working with some research assistants, also got to see different parts of Ontario and New England. So I'm actually really hopeful that I'll be able to do another podcast in the uh, near future, kind of talking about the results of that research. Uh, it involved a lot of different components. The the direct observation of conditions was, was, was one. Um, we also did interviews. We did mapping. We looked at Twitter data, uh, big data sentiment analysis, a lot of different methods. And I'm right now working with uh, some students and colleagues and trying to make sense of it all. So, so I don't have any uh, anything to report on that. But I, what I did want to talk about was my time when I actually stayed in Montreal. Now, Montreal is... Uh, you know, it's, it's just such a, a wonderful city. I actually have um, family ties there, so I've uh, really had a chance to, to go there. My grandparents lived there for, for a long time. Um, been there many years. I hadn't been there actually recently, but quite a, a fascinating place to spend time. Uh, many ways, the French-speaking capital of North America um, you uh, travel only about five hours from, from where I am in Boston, and you, you really feel like you're in a different world. 
in a good way. Um, actually, one of my students was saying recently that that she considers Montreal to be the most sustainable city in North America. Um, it's definitely special. The the um, one of the things that that really uh, struck me most in spending time there was the real dedication to the infrastructure to support bicycling. Now, for a city that far up <laughs> into Canada and uh, with such harsh winters, uh, that was pretty impressive. Of course, I was there in the summer, but um, I, I have never been to a, a city that where there were so many bikers and, and such such impressive bike infrastructure. Uh, particularly, there are these two cycle tracks that that uh, cover the east east to west across the city. But it's not just the cycle tracks. I mean, it's, it's just, uh, I mean, there's the mass transit. It's very impressive. Uh, the buses, the subways, and there's just this uh, just general support for, for non-car traffic. And in fact, it's kind of hard to drive around. You know, in many ways, bike ad- advocates, bicycle advocates kind of talk about, well, how do I, how do we do a better job of, of, of improving um, the infrastructure, the support for bicycles in cities. Actually, I went to a presentation. A couple of my students had, had, had kind of taken some study, some classes in this area in Europe, and and one of them, uh, you know, asked him this question, and you know, the answer uh, that was, it was Pat. You know, he said we got to make bike uh, cars less attractive, and so you know, Montreal really did that. They they've really made getting around by car really unattractive. Um, in in the good weather, <laughs> cycling is very attractive. Yeah, there were po- there were parts where of the city at different times where there were more more bicycles on the road than cars by far, and you know in Boston you, you don't see that, and in in much of the the U.S. Uh, you don't see that. So so real a real emphasis on providing that infrastructure. Um, one of the kind of interesting things about Montreal, though, is that not only in that city, but throughout Quebec and throughout Canada, um, there have been a major shifts in, the, in the, the ways that these places are, are governed. The concern um, several decades ago was that with so many small, in many cases very parochial governments, you weren't really providing the kind of uh, efficiencies that you would expect um, that's possible in a, in a, in a modern uh, government system. So, you know, these, the, many of these uh, smaller government agencies, government, sorry, were, were really consolidated. And, and that happened in Montreal, too. Um, in, a, in a region, the, kind of the, the greater Montreal region uh, of... Um, that that really had been made up of a disparate group of of individual local governments. This this kind of uh, national and provincial effort to to consolidate, um, you know, was really uh, quite quite striking in that it backfired. Uh, the municipalities were forced to consolidate, but then when the political wind shifted they <laughs> unconsolidated and and what was, what resulted is really quite a mess you have these kind of islands within the city of of non city of montreal uh, municipalities 
so it really kind of gets in the way of the kind of vision of a consolidated, efficient, modern uh, of a local government. So in many ways, we, we think about these kinds of things a lot in urban planning when we kind of think about the regional possibilities. I'm actually teaching a class next semester. I'm starting to think about it um, on regional planning. And some of the things we really emphasize in this class is how at the regional scale, man, I mean, you can accomplish so much if you have that the ability to work effectively. Because this is how metropolitan areas typically uh, function and, and, and are, are seen. But if you push too far to the regional level, you lose the local, you lose the neighborhood. And so, so this is what I saw personally, I witnessed firsthand in Montreal, that the, the local really has some real important elements. Uh, for example, I spent some time in Montreal uh, traveling through uh, Westmount. Now, Westmount is one of these municipalities that was forced to consolidate and then unconsolidated. Uh, really a, a distinctive place. And in in that kind of regional framework, that distinctiveness is lost. There's kind of a uh, normalization. Communities aren't really allowed to be different in that way. Uh, and I mean, in some ways, the the impetus is, is, is uh, kind of well thought out and well-meaning, uh, you know, maybe, maybe there's income inequalities that you can, you can narrow by, by doing this, that places of extreme wealth, in fact, Westmont is one of the wealthier communities, um, will be less wealthy, and then those, those kind of more poor, more destitute areas can be not wealthier. That, that's kind of the theory, but, but in practice, spending time in, in this particular metro area, uh, I was really Im impressed by how the dissonance created by this consolidation and then kind of partial or halfway unconsolidation really uh, failed to, to kind of create that kind of regional vision that, that you might you might have hoped for. But, but yeah, overall, uh, I ate a lot of crepes. <laughs> I really en enjoyed uh, the, the, the French and Canadian uh, cul culinary treats. The city is... Uh, a perfect place to try and experiment and 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 taste new things and and see new new things and meet new people and and so that was a pleasure. I am uh, really excited to try to keep this uh, the podcast going at a more frequent level, uh, even though I I've been a little bit remiss in that. So definitely subscribe and stay tuned. And uh, I hope in the uh, near future to to be able to post the next edition. All right. Thanks for listening. Be sure to stay in touch.